climate change could make some clouds disappear. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. While many cities and communities across the country are trying to eliminate single-use plastics like straws and cups, a boom in plastics production is occurring along the Ohio River Valley. Most people don't realize that natural gas is where a lot of plastic manufacturing starts, and there's a lot of natural gas in Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Ohio. Where coal and steel once dominated, petrochemicals appear to be the future despite their effects on the climate and ocean pollution. Inside Climate News reports that an affiliate of Shell Oil is building a massive $6 billion plant in western Pennsylvania to make plastic pellets, which can be turned into anything from bottles to car parts. The pellets are made from ethane, a natural gas liquid, which is turned into ethylene through a process called cracking. Before processing it, there are plans to store ethane underground below and around the Ohio River. Shell is not the only one interested. A Chinese firm is moving forward in West Virginia, and a partnership between a Korean and Thai company is soon expected to announce whether they'll build an ethane cracker plant in Ohio. The new Shell plant alone will emit more than 2 million tons of carbon dioxide a year, which would effectively wipe out all of the carbon reductions that Pittsburgh, 25 miles away, plans to achieve by 2030. An ingredient that's been used to kill germs may instead be making them stronger and able to survive antibiotics, according to new research. Triclosan is a chemical added to many household products like mouthwash, clothing, cosmetics, deodorants, body wash, lip gloss, baby toys, and even credit cards in the hopes that it will kill bacteria. Research from Washington University in St. Louis has found by testing mice that the chemical makes bacteria able to tolerate antibiotics including those commonly used to treat urinary tract infections. UTIs are common, as is triclosan. About 75% of adults in the U.S. have detectable levels of the chemical in their urine. Even before this study, there was some movement to remove triclosan from products. In January, Colgate-Palmolive started selling its popular Total brand of toothpaste without it. Procter & Gamble, the maker of Crest toothpaste, has phased out the use of the chemical in its products. In 2017, the FDA banned the use of triclosan in soaps and hand sanitizers marketed as antimicrobial. Stratocumulus clouds can appear as lumpy and gray, sitting low in the sky and sometimes producing light rain and drizzle. While they aren't as dramatic as thunderheads that climb tens of thousands of feet into the sky, stratocumulus formations are important for the Earth's atmosphere. A study published in the journal Nature Geoscience is predicting that these clouds could vanish altogether and not come back if carbon dioxide levels continue to rise at the current pace. Should they disappear, it would heat up the atmosphere even more because they reflect lots of sunlight back into space. Predicting cloud behavior is difficult, so the researchers use a model to increase the amount of CO2 to three times what it is today, at which point the stratocumulus clouds were no longer large reflective sheets. Clouds have been uncertainties in climate modeling. Matthew Huber of Purdue University told the Washington Post that models may be underestimating their role in future changes. As rivers run, they naturally take up oxygen from the air and mix it below the surface, which is important for fish and aquatic life. 
That mixing was threatened recently by a project to deepen and expand the port of Savannah, Georgia. After being sued by environmental groups, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has now built large pumps to force air into the bottom of the Savannah River so that fish can breathe. The four towering metal cones mix water and air just like a small bubbler in a fish tank. The Associated Press reports that the intent is to increase dissolved oxygen in the river for blue crabs, striped bass, and endangered short-nosed sturgeon. Chris Descher of the Southern Environmental Law Center said that the machines are similar to placing the river on a respirator and is concerned about the concept of using a mechanical system to re-oxygenate it. The Corps of Engineers must test and prove that the oxygen injection system works before the harbor expansion can proceed. And finally, you've probably heard the fable about the frog in hot water. As the story goes, if a frog sits in a pot of water that slowly warms, it won't leap out because the temperature change is too slow for it to notice until it's too late and it's boiled to death. While the story has been scientifically debunked, it might serve as a perfect parable for humans and climate change. A new study shows that as global warming causes more severe and violent weather events, after a couple of years have passed, we're not seeing it as unusual. Looking at Twitter, researchers led by a team from the University of California, Davis, found that people tweeted when temperatures were abnormal for a particular place and time of year, such as a warm March or an unexpectedly freezing winter. But they found that there were significantly fewer tweets about the weather if those same conditions repeated within a couple of years. People's perceptions of what's normal appeared to be based on experiences from the past two to eight years. The researchers also wanted to know if extreme weather affected people's moods. After repeat exposures to historically extreme temperatures, people tweeted less about the weather, but they still expressed negative sentiments overall. Basically, cold or hot conditions seem to make people unhappy and grumpy. So, like the frog in warming water, the authors say we're getting uncomfortable but may not link it to the cause until it's too late. And as Amber Jorgensen writes in Discover Magazine, if people start normalizing extreme weather, they may develop a warped view of climate change, making it more difficult for policymakers to enact legislation to combat it. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association. Explore new trends in technology at ACE19, June 9th through 12th in Denver. Learn more at awwa.ace.org.